0: Good morning, girlfriends. Today is Thursday, March 12th, and our Thursday devotionals are for Becoming a Vessel God Can Use, and our author and teacher is Donna Parto. We're going to continue right in her story about Rahab, and I want to read this to you because the author herself has a story she wants to share, and I think that'll be good, and I'm going to break this up in two parts so it's not too long. Alrighty, so here we go. Well, I get excited about Rahab that I decided to see where else her name turned up. Guess what? She's included in the great hall of faith. Yep. She's in there with the giants, the big boys, like Abraham and Jacob and Moses and David. It says in Hebrew 1131, by faith, the prostitute Rahab became, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. But wait. Why does the Bible keep calling Rahab the prostitute? I've got to tell you, for a while, this really bugged me. This is from the author. Okay, the girl made a mistake. Can we forget about it already? I mean, hey, Moses and David were both murderers. Isn't that worse than being a prostitute? Why aren't they labeled? Why is Rahab labeled? I think there are at least two reasons. First, the label reminds us of Rahab's weakness. It reminds us of where she was when God called her. It reminds us once more that God often chooses the most unlikely people to accomplish his purpose and bring glory to him. Second, I think Rahab is labeled because the Bible is realistic. Think about it. We know that she continued living with the Israelites. You can bet the Israelites knew exactly who she was and exactly what she had done. And Ben... Even though she obviously settled down and married a nice Jewish man named Solomon, something tells me there were certain women who will never let her forget. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe you have people in your life who know what you used to be, and they never let you forget. When I was a little girl, my brother returned from Vietnam and addicted to heroin. Within a few months, drugs had spread through our entire family like wild feather like wildfire. When two of my brothers were arrested, it made front-page news in the local paper, and no one in that small town would let us forget. For reasons I couldn't possibly understand, we had been labeled, I had been labeled, drug-addicted family. Again, this is the author, Donna Parto. I can remember the children in my class mocking me, drawing pictures of me and my family with needles in arms. One day when the teacher stepped out of the room, all of my classmates formed a circle around me and sang, drug-addicted family, drug-addicted family, until I ran away in tears. I know what it feels like to be labeled. Do you know what's ironic? After seeing the human carnage, the wreckage of the drugs, after watching drugs destroy my family and rob me of my childhood... Guess what I became? Again, this is the author. I not only became a drug addict to support my habit, I even became a drug dealer. Somewhere in my heart of hearts, I believed I was destined to become part of the quote-unquote drug-addicted family. And that chant became for me a self-fulfilling prophecy. Isn't that incomprehensible? Yet it demonstrates the power of labels. You see, old labels don't have to control our future. But if we let them, they can do incredible damage. That's why we have to be so careful how we label our children. We also have to guard against the labels other people give us, teachers, classmates, neighbors, relatives. Rahab bore a painful label, one that was no doubt very difficult to shake. I have a picture in my mind of a group of Hebrew women washing clothes along the river. They are chatting merrily along when here comes Rahab. Suddenly, there is silence. The Hebrew look at one another. Rahab walks on, alone, to a solitary place further down and sets about her work quietly. Whispers follow. She knows, at least she suspects, who they are talking about and what they are saying. But maybe not. Maybe those Hebrew women were made of different stuff than women today. <laughs> I doubt it though. And even if they don't let her forget, do you think Rahab ever, ever forgot? Can you imagine the things she had done and the things she had witnessed in her life as a prostitute? Do you think that living with the Israelites was enough to drive up those horrible memories? No, I don't think so. I'm going to stop here and let you ponder on that and give you a few questions to think on. Thank you. You have an awesome day. And remember, you are who God says you are. And also, remember... God will use you.